Jesus is Alpha, Alpha, no minga, Jesus, Jesus is Alpha, Alpha, no minga, so we praise you for you are Alpha, O oh Lord, Alpha, no minga, so we praise you for your Alpha, Alpha and Omega. Our Daddy in heaven, indeed you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending. Daddy, thank you. Today is Friday, June 30th. 2023, the very last day of the month of June. Faithful God, righteous God, reliable God, thank you for being there for us. Lord, thank you for standing by every one of us, our families, our brethren, the church membership. We thank you for being our guide, for being our keeper, for being our sustainer. We can't thank you enough. You are so gracious and we are grateful. Daddy, please accept our thanks and praises in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, I pray for you, my brother. I pray for you, my sister that all that God began in your life in the past months, weeks, and days, I pray that the Lord will bring them to perfection. The Lord of hosts will perfect everything concerning you, concerning your family and my family, concerning the church, concerning our nation. All that God had begun, none of them will be aborted. There will be a perfection of everything in the mighty name of Jesus. It is my prayer. Even this one day left will be a day of joy. A day that God will crown the month with his goodness, with his kindness in your life and my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Congratulations, dear friend, for making it to the end of June and the end of the first half of the year. What a great God we serve. What a faithful God we serve. To him alone be the glory. And I want to ask you, how far have you gone about your vision for the year? How have you fared? In this first half of the year, your relationship with God, your service in his house, your commitment to his kingdom service, how far have you gone? I want you to think about that. The half of the year is about to end and um, we need to review our lives, review our journey so far. And um, get on your feet again for the second half. By the grace of God, 
Um, tonight, by midnight of today, we're going to be observing our three midnight prayers, monthly family altar, by 12 midnight. 12 to 1, I will send the link again. A message will go, will come your way uh, before midday. By the grace of God, I want you to get yourself ready to pray. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. If there's anything you are doing and God is using it to help you, please do it more. Let's meet together and pray again. I believe by the grace of God, it will be a wonderful time in God's presence again. So watch out for the message as regards tonight's uh, prayer. And it's going to be for the next three nights. Uh, get ready for it. Now, I we were sharing together uh, yesterday or in the morning uh, yesterday about the instrument for revival. And we're talking about the word and prayer. We focus on the word. And this morning, uh, my the burden of my heart is still on the instrument of the word as an agent of revival that God has given to us. And I want to particularly challenge you as a person to preach the word. You know, my concern went back to the instruction from the Lord to Jonah. In that verse 2 of Jonah chapter 3, which says, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I beat thee. Have you noticed that in our days, there is so much preaching going on every day and everywhere, yet evil is increasing and sin is multiplying. Our churches are full of congregants, worshippers, many of those who indeed are church workers, but many of them are donating handsomely and sacrificially to church projects, but their hearts they have not given to the Lord. Think about that. They are working. They are serving. They are giving resources and their time. But their hearts, they have not given to the Lord. Many attend our services with stolen wives or stolen husbands. They bring rewards of iniquity with nothing to conquer their unbroken hearts, but rather leave the meetings assured of God's blessing on their enterprises. The opportunities offered them by the Lord to encounter the truth was denied them because the one that was positioned to present the words of the saving Christ to them had a different vision, different agenda from that of the Lord. Do you wonder why revival tarries 
in our days. Despite the prayers that we have prayed, we have not been faithful stewards of the sacred word of God. That is the truth. God spoke to Jonah and said, Go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee, the preaching that I bid thee. There was a specific message given to Jonah for the city. He was not just to go and preach any other ideology, not just any message. Though the preaching, the word that God has given to him to preach, was not exciting. The Bible says he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Jonah could have imagined that there would be the likelihood that such a message could attract attacks. Or maybe they might not even respond positively to the word if he presented it that way because it wasn't appealing. But he still went ahead to preach what was delivered to him, not any word to impress anyone. That reminds me of the words of Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter 1 from verse 10 to 12. He said, For do I know now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Underline that in your Bible. If you are out to impress men, to please men, then you are not worth being called the servant of Christ. He said, but I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. What a testimony. What a testimony. My dear pastor, my brother, my dear sister, the messages you have been preaching, who sent you? Or what was the source? Those messages, what was your objective? What was at the back of your mind when you were preaching them? Hear the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ himself in John chapter 5 in verse 30. He said, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. This also reminds me of Balaam's response to the counsels of Balak's messengers in Numbers 22 from verse 16 down to 18. He said, And they came to Balaam and said unto him, Thus said Balak, the son of Zippor, Let nothing, I pray thee, hinder thee from coming unto me, for I will promote thee unto very great honor, and I will do whatsoever thou seest unto me. 
Come, therefore, I pray thee, cause me these people. And Balaam answered and said unto the servants of Balak, If Balak will give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. Can you imagine that commitment? I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. When he met with Balak himself, he affirmed his position on the matter. In Numbers 22, verses 37 and 38, And Balak said unto Balaam, Did I not earnestly send unto thee to call thee? Wherefore comest thou unto me? Am I not able indeed to promote thee to honor? And Balaam said unto Balak, Lo, I am come unto thee. Have I now any power at all to say anything? The word that God puts in my mouth, that shall I speak. Wow. John 3.34 says, He said, For he whom God has sent speaks the word of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. Whom God has sent speaks the words of God. If you are God sent, if you are a God's servant, beloved, your commitment will be to preach the word of God. Beloved servant of God, my dear friend, can you pledge allegiance to God that you will be faithful to do his bidding whenever he offers you the opportunity to speak to a man or to speak to men as the case may be, the results of such have always been amazing. Where a man goes and speaks what God has decided to speak to the congregation. The Bible says in Jonah 3 from verse 5, So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest even to the least of them. For the word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him, and covered him with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd, or nor flock taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and cry mightily to God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way, and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent, and turn away from his fierce anger, that will perish not? And the Bible says, And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil that he has said that he would do unto them. And he did it not. Beloved, this is what is called revival. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 17, he said, Thou therefore guide up thy loins and arise and speak unto them all that I command thee. Be not dismayed at their faces, lest I confound thee. 
before them. Beloved, I want us to get committed. We are entering to the second half of the year. God will be giving us opportunities to speak for him. I want you to resolve this morning that you will speak nothing more nor less than what God has put in your mouth. May the God of heaven help your resolve and my resolve in Jesus' name. The Lord bless you. I'm your brother and friend, Sunday away. Let's meet 12 midnight at the family altar. Have a blessed day in Jesus' name.